I remember from all the years that I spent in institutions of Jewish learning that were Hasidically challenged, meaning they didn't quite like the Hasidic way of looking at Yiddishkeit and Torah, the ultimately essential panemius way, and they like to sort of stick to the more external aspect of Judaism. So <clears throat> in those yeshivas and those Litvisha places, I remember that during this time of year, the three weeks, and especially the nine days in Tisha B'av, the ultimate goal and striving is to really get yourself sad and crying about what happened 2,000 years ago. To somehow, if you put in your head enough visions of mothers eating their children, and talk enough about the pogroms and the Holocaust and the Crusades, if we have enough visions of our mind of butchered Jews and towns, eventually we'll start crying. And if you could shed a tear over the Chorban, the Gemara says, if you could shed a, a person that sheds a tear over the Chorban, the destruction of Jerusalem is unbelievable. Top, that's definitely one type of Judaism. And it's kept Jewish people for hundreds of years, and every part of Torah is... Torah, so definitely true, and there's a famous story from Napoleon that those institutions always like to say over, that Napoleon, after he let down the walls of the ghetto, he was traveling through some place where there were Jews sitting, and the shul was dark, and they were crying, and they told him that it was Tishabov, and Napoleon said, a nation that has a past will also have a future. So it's definitely an Indian to cry over what happened 2,000 years ago. Yeah, there is an Indian like that, but Hasidim held. <laughs> Hasidim held this 200 years ago, 200 years ago when there were really holy people still in the world. Hasidim said this 200 years ago when people on a much higher level than we are now. Hasidim said this 200 years ago before Auschwitz and before the trauma of the past years and before the pandemic. Hasidim said this 200 years ago before all the mental health challenges that every single person is dealing with now. How much more so teenagers of Chayyotzebaz with all the angst that they're having and not being in schools. Before all that, Hasidah said 200 years ago that we're not on a level to be spending time in sadness, wallowing in sadness. <clears throat> that should be the Avedis Hashem. We don't have enough to be sad about without having Torah tell us to be more sad. Hasidim didn't like that type of Yiddishkeit. That type of Yiddishkeit was good for Golos, for exile. But Hasidus is all about preparing for Mashiach. And ultimately, we have to remember if we have what to cry about from 2,000 years ago, that could only really happen if we're dancing for what's about to happen any moment. A person that's not excited about Mashiach and is crying about what happened 2,000 years ago is full of it. I mean, what's he crying about? Quentin Tarantino, that Jews were murdered and stuff. Trust me, Jews have been crying about Jews being murdered for thousands of years. That's definitely true. But the ultimate panemius of this time of year is not to picture corpses. The ultimate panemius of Tisha B'av is not to sit there and think about horrible things that happened. The ultimate panemius of this time of year is to want Mashiach and want the base of Migdash again. Want the base of Migdash again. See, this is all about living with Mashiach even now. And that, of course, means now having the joy of knowing that any moment now we will have the Beis HaMikdosh, the Temple, again. And the Holy Baal Shem Tov taught us that that where a person's thoughts are, there is that person. You are where your thoughts are. And the Holy Rebbe Melech from the Zhensk writes, Beferish, that whenever you daven Shemayin Esrei, whenever you daven Amida prayer, you should picture yourself in the Holy of Holies. You should picture yourself in the Kodesh Kadashim. That place, that place in the temple that only the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur could go into. The Holy of Holies. Remember the Melch from the Zhensk says you have to picture yourself there every time you daven. And the Lubavitcher of our generation said a couple of times that when Mashiach's going to come, that all the tans and the 
entire Jewish people, Tanzin Arayin, were all going to dance into Yerushalayim and dirt and goofing over there on Harabayis, on that Temple Mount, in the Temple, and dirt and goofing, Kedush Kadoshim, in the Holy of Holies, the Lubavitcher Rebbe said, and there is no source for this anywhere, as far as I know, maybe somebody somebody finds one, let me, but the Rebbe said, Yishleimah, the Rebbe said, and it's an edited Sichas, that Mashiach comes, the ultimate redemption, the entire Jewish people were all going to we're all going to be together in the Holy of Holies, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Now, the Holy of Holies is a room the size of a small dining room. But over there, paradox is not an issue. But there's where God's infinite essence will be revealed in the Holy of Holies. And that, that you might be wondering that, of course, Halacha says that only a Kohen Gadol, only a high priest could go on Yom Kippur. So the Rebbe says, Beferish, the Balaturim already writes in Chumash, before God gave the Torah at Sinai, when Hashem called us a Mamleches Koyanim, a kingdom of priests, a kingdom where all Kohanim, essentially, but we all are people, priests, that our lives are about serving God. That's the Jewish people are a nation of priests. And the Balaturim says they're Kohanim Gedolim. And that means, Bipnimis, we all are high priests, ultimately. That's the deepest part of who we are, the redeemed part of who we are. And this time of year, this time of year is wanting that part of who we are to come out, the Kayin Godel, the high priest, to want to be in the Holy of Holies. That's where our thoughts have to be in the base of Migdash, getting ready to be there, not just krechzing and kvetching about the past. In a pandemic, we don't have to kvetch about the past. We have to be wanting Mashiach. The Rebbe said we have to scream for Mashiach this time more than ever. This three weeks, this year, to spend the time just focusing on the past when our present, when what we're going through now is so difficult, is, is, is psychologically not responsible and against what, what the tzaddikim taught us, we should be looking at the future of Mashiach. This time more than ever, we should be thinking about the Beis Hamikdash and the Kodesh HaKadosh and the Holy of Holies and therefore, I would like to spend the next couple of days continuing to talk about the Kruvim, about those cherubs, because when you want to picture yourself in the Kodesh Kadoshim, because like Rabbi Melch from the Zhensk said, every time you daven, again, we're getting ready for Mashiach, Mashiach's going to come any moment now, we have to get ready for that ultimate redemption when we will go in the Holy of Holies. We have to, in the anticipation, now start picturing what does the Kodesh Kadoshim look like? What will it look like when the whole Jewish people from the beginning of time, from Adam, till all of us will all dance in the Holy of Holies so we know the, the cherubs are there, the Kruvim that we spoke a little about yesterday. And we'll continue talking about Mitzvah Shem tomorrow because somehow there's an idea of the Kruvim, apparently. There's a Jewish people who are monotheists that don't believe in any idols in the Kodesh Kadashim, you have to have this vision, you have to picture the Kruvim, the Kruvim, these statues of these golden cherubs, which we'll learn more about, what it is we're picturing, what it is when I try to see myself in the Holy of Holies, when I want to feel myself there, what are these cherubs, these golden cherubs on the Ark of the Covenant, what should I be looking at, what's the meaning of the Kruvim? Mitzvah Shem will continue talking about it tomorrow.